welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. This is the second part in our discussion of Words of Radiance, book two of the Stormlight Archive by Brandon Sanderson. We are your hosts, Johnny. And John. So last time we talked, we did some overarching book thoughts and really mostly just talked about Kaladin and Shallan. Yeah. Uh, afterwards, because there's a lot on both of them. I mean, yeah. especially since it is Shallan's focus book. Uh, we also talked about uh, Dalinar, um, but there just wasn't that much to say, ex- except for the thing at the end. Yes. Um, the, um, and we talked about Yasna. Yeah, I think we did talk about Yasna. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did talk about Yasna because there's not a whole lot with her. Yeah. So yeah, we'll finish up. Do we want you? We want to go into the rest of character stuff. Yeah. So. So I have um, Adolin here. Yes. Do you mm-hmm. say Adolin or Adolin? I say Adolin. Adolin. I think I, I think, picked up on. That. Yeah, I think Adolin. I think is generally. It sounds it more knightish. Oh or, yeah. Uh, or Arthurian. I guess. Um, yeah, which is interesting because he doesn't do a whole lot of Arthurian stuff with this series, or at least no, in the names. He's, he he feels he feels very much like a real person. Adolin. Uh, Adolin. Yes. Uh, though he's clearly supposed to represent the pretty boy knight. Yes. Um, yes. And that's still. Um, with the caveat that he doesn't feel like a cliche in and of himself. He, that's mainly what he is, even going into this book. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I see that potentially changing, given what he does at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no, I I do agree with that. And Adolin, he's, I mean, he's cool as a character, but the thing with Adolin is the I just find a lot of the, a lot of people that are around him doing cooler things. <laughs> yes. Um, like, really, Dalinar and Kaladin, because that's who he at least screened, like, at least major scene-wise. Mm-hmm. And even Shallan in this book has, the scenes where they're in, like, he, she's usually funnier mm-hmm. or doing something better. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but he, 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 he has, um, he has competition. Yes, 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 as far as, yeah. Um, now, he's also the only, well, we can say this right now, he, he's the only, one of the only, one of the only main characters that's not a Knight Radiant as of right now. Yeah. And I hope it stays that way. Um, yeah, I, I hope it stays that way. Just because I kind of he doesn't, he become doesn't. a Radiant. Yes, I agree. But because it's go ahead. I'd like to. I that would be interesting if that became a part of his uh, development. Was being go, kind of going from being the son of a high prince, mm-hmm. um, really dominant in duels, just a really good fighter, and being a huge asset in this new order. He may not be an asset at all. Yeah, I'd like to see what that does. <laughs> yeah, to his, to his self-image. Yeah, no, it's yeah, no. We'll we'll talk about Adolin more after Oathbringer. Um, but yeah, um, trying to think what other things I have on him. Well, he has one of the coolest scenes in the 
um, book with the 3v1 duel. Yes. <laughs> do we... I, I touched on... Well, do we want to go in... Mm-hmm. Well, are you saying it's... It's just a really well, awesome it's... scene. <laughs> That's all. There... So... With a, ending with a mind-numbingly stupid decision on Kaladin's part, <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> you have... Well, there there are four... Or four, yeah. There are four of them, and then there's Adolin, and then Renarin, and Kaladin, Kaladin are yes. involved. Yes. Um, but he starts off... As just him as versus just the four. As just him versus the four, and he doesn't do very well. No. <laughs> who, who could? Which is kind of funny that he, it doesn't end as quickly as, like, Sadius or whoever else. I mean, it's ultimately Sadius that's the antagonist in that scene is expecting. Yeah, which it's um, like... That's really impressive, but Sadius said, okay, was, was probably thinking, okay, that that might happen. It doesn't matter. He's, he's still he's, not going to win. He's still not going to win, and that's yeah. all that matters. There's no yeah. time limit. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not a football or basketball game where <laughs> there's a clock. <laughs> and Sadius did not intend Adolin to, Adolin to leave that arena alive. <laughs> yes. Because uh, he does... In that, it makes what, sense in that regard. Maybe it all is... I mean, it, it's ever. I don't know if we want to fully talk about that scene, but towards the end of the book, I mean, it's everything for Adolin that causes him to do what he does. Oh yes. Oh yeah. No, it's a it's whole. Just, it's everything. No, like I mean, in, in fact, it, it's more. In fact, all right. So, do, do we want to go talk about that scene or not? We keep touching on it. I really want it to is, see it's his how scene. It's his decision. it is. It it's is just... his scene. It's his decision, and I want to see how. That actor handles that snap. Ooh. Um, yep. I I can picture yep. it in my head right now. It would mostly be oh, so an actor could have a lot of fun. No, with that. that would be with with the scene where Adolin kills Sadius. Yes, <laughs> this is what you're. This is what we're talking about. I don't know why I'm being coy we're about not saying it. it. I yeah. just well, I think the reason is that like that scene took me aback. Mm-hmm. Probably more than anything else has. Well, because because it, it is it is kind of the along all that along with parchment or void bringers. Yes, those are probably the two where I'm like, oh my goodness. Uh, the parchment or void bringers. The is reveal big. of Taravangian as a as an antagonist was also not something I expected. Yes, um, but it was. I think those two, the parchment and the and the the parshendi and the. And, Sadius. and Sadius was were the two biggest upheavals. Which is, which is very interesting because Sadius is kind of the main. He he's the main non because uh, Odium is obviously he's the main villain of the series. But like he, he's kind of especially in way of kings. Not re, like he's not like Sadius is our main. I mean it's the Parshman or Parshendi. Which well, I'm not going to go too much into this because mm-hmm. I can't really. But. I have to, I have something in regards to that, but I want to wait. Yeah, let's we talk about yeah, let's, uh, other stuff. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, the be um, I think so. His decision to kill, like to finally actually kill Sadius, I, I think that it's more like I think if anything, he's more mad about all the wrong that Sadius does to Dalinar than anything else. I mean, it's it's everything, but that's like... Because that's also the biggest thing Sadius does is kind of screw over Dalinar. Yeah, it's it's all the... 
little thousand cuts yes. with Dallin on all the political moves he's made, and then you pile on top of that two different attempts he's made on Adolin's life. Yes, being the, the, tower, yes, the tower and the duel. And the, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, um, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's a really uh, it it's interesting because, like you said, it's this is one of our main characters that, up in as far as we're concerned, murders this dude. <laughs> I mean, did he deserve it? Yes, <laughs> but like, <laughs> did, did, but it's not something that he he didn't wake up that day thinking he was going to do that. No, yeah, yes, exactly. So it's and it, it I mean, the the repercussions of it. Um, will be interesting. I, I do see it coming out eventually to people I'm, around him that he did it um, for by whatever means. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a while, he's probably going to stew in it. Yeah, I get, he, he stews in things. Not as much as a lot of the other characters, but <laughs> just a lot of broody characters. Well, mostly Dalinar and Kaladin, but... <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, I'll... I'm not really going to say too much because... Yeah, I'm not going to say much. Yeah, because I'm it. speculating now yes. in in, um, in spoilery territory. Um, yeah, uh, and like the magic stuff, I can speculate with you at because I remember exactly what I kind of knew or thought at this point in the series. But um, say, but yeah, uh, this back to the arena scene. Do we have more? I mean, I I just have a couple more like bullet points on that. Mm-hmm. That's, that yeah, are, that's that's fine. I think I know what they are. At least well, I, well. I bought. I, I last episode I brought up the honor is dead, but I'll see what I can do. Is might be my favorite one liner, mm-hmm. and probably in terms of zingers, it probably is. Like there, there are lines that I like more than it in the series. Um, but, but not as much zing. Yeah, yeah. It's not in the context of them is all very different. Um, and Dalinar's, like, reaction is, like, his whole, the whole kind of, yeah, the setup is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, imagining the fight's really cool, and I almost like imagining Kaladin's part more than Adolin's, because it's different. Because, um, basically, Kaladin's leaping around unguarded and unarmored against these shard bearers. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I just remember, I, the image of him just kind just using the helmet as kind of a makeshift gauntlet mm-hmm. to almost, like, punch them with, kind mm-hmm. of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, and his coolest moment is when he does the... Because he does use gravitation, the gravitation surge in that fight. He, yeah. I just remember he does the... Well, he basically flips feet forward and does, like, the super kick and shatters his legs mm-hmm. to knock down one of the short bearers, which gives Idolin just, the like, enough time to mm-hmm. do what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Well, there... You you say imagine that makes me think again of a hypothetical scene. Okay, so um, the Kaladin's part and Adolin's part would be compelling for different reasons. Uh, Adolin's he's solo part, yes, um, near the beginning mm. would be really enrapturing because it's he's getting, this really skilled guy getting yes. beaten down slowly. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's Adolin's willpower that's really that's. And yeah, mm-hmm. um, whereas yeah, Kaladin is would, would be really flashy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> especially because he can actually move. Well, well, you can move fast and sharply. That's kind of like the point. Is it's like super armor, um, but uh, yeah, and then yeah, uh, that's just a really awesome scene to kind of envision. 
Um, this is, I have one other thing. Do you have anything else on that scene? Uh, so no. So Renarin in that scene. Renarin is um, right away. Mm-hmm. I knew something was going on. Yes. Um. So we have a choice in this, like this podcast, because what I'm going to go, what I'm about to like say is more of a magic system thing. The Renarin thing, but it, mm-hmm. but it, Renarin is our example of this. Like, do it's a shard blade. It's a shard blade thing. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to? We, do we want to go into that later? Or well, what we see, what do we see in in the context of when you're reading through the book and you're reading this? So you're scene. reading through the book and he's just standing there, like what you're presuming as petrified. Yes. And, and you think, oh, he's like scared to death of fighting with the shard blade, or fighting these shard bearers because that's his personality. Yeah, and I can just describe what I was thinking when he. He he either is just looking at something on the ground, or he chases something. I forget the um, specifics, but I remember believing it to be pattern. Oh, actually, you know, I think I like. Yeah, I, I'm vaguely remembering that. I thought it was uh, pattern, and then I think when he was not after that, but before everything kind of came out when he was not using a shard blade. Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm. Something's going on. Something's going on. Yeah. Uh, And that that was as well when, um, for various reasons... For various reasons, usually doing having to do with his hatred of light eyes, Calvin kept uh having (laughs) happened to have not touch a shard blade. Uh huh. And I'm like, there's something something there. There's 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 something. There's a there there. Yeah. We yeah we talk about that later because there's that's a whole unless you have more on the Renard or that's fine. Let's table this then because this Mm -hmm. that gets into a larger magic discussion. Um, that's not yeah. character based. More um, relevant would be how he's he he really takes to bridge four. Yes, yes, because yes, it, it is interesting because mm-hmm. he's looking for a place to belong because he doesn't yes. really see it and kind of go. And this is going to kind of the masculine feminine stuff in Voronism. Like he doesn't really fit that masculine ideal. Mm-hmm. Um. And um, if you don't fit a masculine, I, there there are certain crafts that you can take as a man yes. that trend towards the feminine. Um, yes, the most prominent example being ardentry. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. Because if you're an ardent, you're not really considered like you're. It's ardent. Or, Just say you're not really considered a man. Yes, yeah. Like well, well, well. I was going well, to well, say you're not really considered a um. Yeah, like a man or or, per, or a person. Yeah, because it's because it's, it's you're kind of it's because you're technically property of like the church or your lord or it's an interesting <laughs> dynamic or weird dynamic. Like I, I, yeah, it's like you are property. Like Ardents are owned by the church by the Voren Church or I forget if it's like and or their or lords or high lords or however that goes. But um, but yes. Uh, yeah, so it's, since he doesn't really, Renard doesn't really fit into that, he also finds, well, a lot of the people in Bridge 4 are kind of outcasts as well. Um, so you gotta find some of that camaraderie there. 
Yeah, agreed. Um, uh, we will probably see more of that going forward. Um, with Venorin and his kind of not fitting. Yeah, just just different. dealing with the the hand he's been dealt. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, he also will get with a the, with the uh, panic attacks. Yes, and so just he, gentle nature. Yes, in general. so he Sanderson has confirmed that he is on the he's his character is on the autism spectrum. Um, yeah, like that, and, and he will also get a, like, focus book in the back five of the, in the second half of the series. Yes, yeah, you mentioned that one. Um, but, uh, anything else on him for now without, without, again, we'll talk about, yeah, his, we'll talk about Radiant stuff with him mm-hmm. later when yeah. we get into more of the magic stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, I. Yes. Mm-hmm. The most prominent interlude character. Um, she really dominates the interlude. Yes, she does. In this book. Mm-hmm. Um, while I was reading, I'm like, well, okay, she she interested me pretty quickly mm-hmm. in, a, in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the scene with when we realize that her mother is, like, has dementia or something. Um, and she thinks that she's her sister. Yes, that's, yeah, yeah, she thinks she's Venley, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, shoot, I forget exactly what goes on there, but it, it refers to something that she did in the past. Um, but, I, I mean, that was, that her, in any case, that made her immediately relatable. Yeah, no, that that's interesting. Um but as as time went on, um it's really it it is pretty fascinating how she deteriorates. Oh yeah. slowly <laughs> into that, despotism. Yep, yeah, the Venley well everything but Venley kind of is the straw that keep or not straw but keeps hammering away at her with like, mm-hmm. "Hey, we should do this thing." Yeah, the, the, uh, I could really visual, when, uh, she's out in the storm and the, like, the red thing goes into her. Oh, and, yes. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's the, like, it's like, the storm, yeah, and, the, like, the storm goes storm. across her chest. And I'm yes. like, I could, I could, uh, he, he thought cinematically when he wrote that for sure. Yes. No, that's a, that's a cool, cause that's one of the interludes, right? Uh, yes. Or, or, yeah, yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, because she doesn't have any of. The, yeah, she doesn't have any of the main, or like not interlude POVs, right? Or at least I don't know. She might have a POV somewhere, but she doesn't <laughs> own any of the chapters or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the the really um, it's it's such a naked um, power move. What she does, um, when but it's she, just well that she. Is like, yeah, BS. All of the, all the forms are equal. No oh, way. Yep. No Warfare way. Storm like I, is... I know. I, I control. I control the army. Yes. Unilaterally. Uh huh. What 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 do you expect me to do here? I, it, this is easy as pie. Yep. After all, she has to do is um, get them to bond. Storm forms, friend. Right, which she does with a yes. rousing speech that just that. Um, instead of having she she challenges implicitly challenges the notion that they are 
five equal forms, which has underscored this entire civilization up yes. to this point. Uh-huh. And she yep. hits them as it's, it's either them or me, and they would see you all die. So yes. you should follow me. Oh, they, they meaning the like the humans or the elect. No, 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 the they, the other forms. Oh, oh, by yeah, not yeah. doing anything, yes. not acting. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. then it's so like she's like, uh, she she puts all of these people who aren't as who are who are like who are not the forms who are who's not storm form or war form or whatever. Oh, and, into the like hair camp and, space and and, pu- and puts them all together. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing yep. weird about uh-huh. this. There's nothing suspicious about this at all. Yep. Round, rounding up people never goes wrong. No, that's that doesn't ever <laughs> escalate. Not, I'm not going to take that any further. But. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> um, uh, but I quite like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, she's despotism and madness. Yes, really, it's, it's really, it's really good. Yeah, um, no, and Venley's interesting too. I mean, she doesn't really do as get as much. She's just kind of like introduce. She just kind of introduces Eshenai to what eventually leads her to taking up storm form and. Turning the person the army into what it needs to be for the climax, but <laughs> uh. oh right, this is what I was thinking of because she thinks the mother thinks that she's Venley, um, and I was really confused when I first read this because I thought I, I was I didn't have their name straight at first. So yes, I um, think I remember feeling that way too. And so she's talking. She says. uh Staying home, not running off like your sister. That girl, she's never where she should be. And Eshenai says, she is now. She's trying to be. And I thought, okay, okay they're just talking about Venli. Okay, let's, what's what's right. going on with Venli? It's like, no. She's talking about her. She's talking about herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though she's using she, because, you know, she's, yeah, she's, she's, trying she's to see, ingratiating yes. her mother. Um She's trying to be where she should be, which is which is with her mother, and that that was that was that really got me. No, that's a good yeah. It's a and to think that like she that. went from that to what she became, mm-hmm. and now doesn't really have a chance of redemption. No, that's really sad. No, well, it's still kind of even semi. I don't want to use the word reluctant, but like she's still kind of like it, it, it's. It's not like she was whatever 100% because part of that was the in, was like the influence of the form. Um, and so like, so, so, so part of it is like, and she used that to her advantage when she got all the, all the rest to turn to storm form. Mm-hmm. And like at that point, like it was done. <laughs> uh, so, so there is it. Yes. She, I know she obviously makes the choice to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, but, it, but it's interesting because it, it's not as gung ho. I mean, it, she always has that screaming voice yes. inside her. Uh-huh. Time for another episode of what fantasy can do oh. that realism can't. Uh-huh. When you have magic and you have particularly magic that can influence mm. thought and intention yes. and personality. You can create tension of whether the magic, or rather, how much the magic has to do with Mm -hmm. characters' choices and actions, as Mm -hmm. opposed to 
just be, and and of, there can be complexity in a, a person's right. interactions, regardless of genre. But yes. it just adds that extra dimension of mystery free, free will, with free will and, and free will. Well, well yeah, 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 that, yeah. So, yeah that's basically the, it's that same thing. Yeah, like yeah. How, how much of it is free will and their choices versus the other forces' influence. Yes. Yeah, um, and this it's used. Yeah, because I mean, well there, here. there's plenty of that in Wheel of Time, and um, like here that comes up and all that. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, anything else on Eshenai? That's it for me. Uh, yeah, I'm good on her. I don't have a yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think she. I think she's very important. I, I'm not. She's she's very interesting. I'm not as drawn to her chapters as I am to some of the others. Uh, just because a lot of times I'd be kind of like, all right, like this is important, but I want to get back to Dalinar or, or man, we were at a like big Shalon cliffhanger that I was actually interested in (laughs) with the ghost bloods. Oh boy. Um, I don't, I don't hate Shalon. I just think that she's of the main cast, the least interesting. Um, well, I got, I like him with season one, just going to be then Adolin, but anyways, um, Zeth. Yes. Oh, yes. So, Zeph. He's not, so, uh, he obviously only, his only POVs are in interludes, but, I mean, the scenes where he's in are rather important. So he gets, there's kind of three real fight sequences that stand out in the book to me. There's the arena fight, there's Zeph and Callan at the end, and there's, um, there's the, uh, Sat the the first assassination attempt on Dalinar, and it's interesting because the arena fight is entirely set up in this book by kind of the political storyline, and the Kaladin Zeth fight is well, all right, but the first Zeth fight is a setup was set up and was hyped at the end of the first one. Because when Teravangian gives Zeth his orders to kill Daladin, you're like, oh man, it, it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and they're not ready. <laughs> oh, so you're talking about at the end of Way of Kings? Sorry, yes. At the end of Way of when... Kings, when Teravangian tells him his next target is Dalinar. Yes. Um... And you're and you're like, oh, I just remember at the end of that book being like, oh man, they're not ready for him. <laughs> no, and that's like, that created a, it created a big sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Which then got kind of paid off with, where is he? Oh, where is he? Yeah, well, that, and that was a bit of that was a bit of a problem for me. Yes, no, I mean, there's a lot of there. The t- are, it was so the tension's not getting cut, and since it's from book to book, it just starts to kind of bleed out. No, that that's fair, and that's a, I think part of a symptom of whenever you have any of these massive fantasy not just fantasy but right, massive yeah. series like that the, there's stuff that like that that kind of happens in a lot of different I'm not I'm not saying it's still like isn't it's definitely true in this um but it, it, when there's so much other things that are being set up or that are happening it, it's in, in any of the like song of ice and fire wheel of time where you have one thing that you're waiting for like you're waiting to see and it's you're waiting for that thing, and I, I could see where the tension would ease out of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
yeah that, yeah that was just one experience i had um but but yeah so that that is what we have to contend with in a looming shadow over the whole book yes um and it's also in this book that, or was it the one before, mm-hmm. where he's also doing all of the assassinations? No, it's 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 the. I don't think he does any other like much other assassinating or mm-hmm. killing besides because there's, because there's a in in way of kings he uh, takes out Yakoved. Yes. Uh, yeah. The king. Yeah. The basically king. beheads Yakoved. Yes. And uh, then the. Oh, Azir with the, the the prime. He like kills two of those primes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd have to reread Way of Kings, but I'm pretty sure that is only in Way of Kings where he's doing that. Mm-hmm. Um because because and this is gets to his big character stuff in this book. So you have the fight with Dalinar, Kaladin, and Zeth. Oh, no, no, sorry, and and Adolin's with them too. Yes, in the hallway. Four. Yes. Which that's an awesome fight it's in and a, of itself yeah. but the big revelation for Zeth is Kaladin uses Stormlight to heal his arm and he's yep. like and Zeth's like what? like what did like what is and going? we don't quite understand why at first yes because um, you just he just goes nuts he, he he's just, like he's, that's impossible goes, like that can't be mm-hmm. and he like runs mm-hmm. and you're like and you're like he's Still could have killed Kaladin mm-hmm. there. It's like, right, and and then you're like, and then you think about it, and you're like, oh, he's, oh, he's wrong about something. But what, it, what what's the big deal with being wrong? I mean, the issue isn't that he's wrong. The issue is that he might be right. Mm-hmm. Or yes, or or was yes, exactly. Or that he he was in yes and. Yeah, so, good. So, I mean, and then basically it's just that he, what, he's bound by the oaths that he, He, it it he, becomes clear he's he chooses, he yeah, does oh, ultimately yeah, oh, it's a choose choice. It's a choice. to be bound by these oaths, which cause him to commit all this murder that he doesn't really work. Well, so it, it's it's all tied to the Shin religion. So right. we don't know the specifics of what happened, and I'm guessing that we won't until book five. But because that, because that's his flash going to be his flashback, his focus book. But he did or said something that, and our assumption is to the effect of. Either the Voidbringers are back, or the Radiants are or back, come, or coming back, back yeah. yeah, or some, something along those lines to like the Shin, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Nope," and for whatever reason, that was, was blasphemous mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. and they labeled him truthless, which we don't really know, like in their specific mm-hmm. religion, what that means. Mm-hmm. But in effect, it means that he has to obey. Well, he's he's, he's... We get the message that he's been ostracized. Yes. He's, he is a blasphemer. Yes, yeah, he's a blasphemer. He, he's not really a person as far as they're concerned. I mean, yes. That, even the word truthless is kind of like, mm-hmm. you're not a per, you're, you're just somebody that mm-hmm. can't, you're a liar, you're mm-hmm. not, it, it's de, mm-hmm. kind of dehumanizing. Um, 
And now that he's running into proof that he that that um, excommunication might not have been justified, exactly. he has to contend with the idea that he submitted to the authority that made him kill all those people for absolutely nothing. Uh-huh. That he built his foundations, oh, his lies. whole foundations on lies, on yes. smoke, instead of, shall we say, stone. Yes. <laughs> which I don't, which I think might be a symbolic thing that he's doing, Sanderson's doing on purpose about the oh, whole stone walking yeah. thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, Cause the shin, there's something with the shin and stone that's like super important. And we, again, that's probably going to be like a book five flat, uh-huh. set flashback thing, but that is interesting metaphorically though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe um, it was, maybe it wasn't intentional, but yeah, no, that is it, inter- it, it, it comes out for me. Yeah. That is interesting. Um, but it, because uh, the main three scenes with him that I think of are, well, I guess there's one of those four actually. There'd be, I think they're really the only four he might be in is <laughs> the Dalinar Zeth Adolin fight. The scene, it's an interlude scene where he's just kind of sitting on your theory. Mm-hmm. So well, he, he knows, yes. so he knew, and I realized this on my reread like a mm-hmm. year ago, he knew where it was, like yeah. physically on Roshar, which yeah. he knew where it was. And I, I didn't, uh, yeah, obviously I didn't, when I read that scene for the first time, I didn't realize it, but for some reason, I think because I, I was I going, and I didn't either. I was going I back through first. the, inter, I was going back through the interludes for preparation yeah. and I read that again and I'm like, oh, that's, you were through. Yes, yeah, because I didn't. Really interesting. Wait, because I, I initially I remember thinking, oh, he go like, oh, there's a scene where he goes to a mountain and like thinks about what happened with Kaladin mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's it's a really it's like he's he went he went to the uh, highest point in the world and contemplated the end of all. Things, yes, and which then actually all, all made me think of um, Lord of the Rings. Oh. Here at the end of all things. Yes. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, but, um, and, and then, yeah, my latest reread, I was like, oh, he's a Eurythiru. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, means he flew there, like, because, and so he, like, knows, like, which makes me also think, I also just kind of thought of this now, like, that's, the Shin probably told, like, that's probably something that they learn, like, what all do the Shin know that we, that, like, what just, what do they know in general? Like, nothing. About, <laughs> <laughs> I, it might be. I didn't know either. That they, John Snow might be a shin. One of the shin, maybe. But, um, <laughs> um, they, uh, but I mean, in all seriousness, either they do know much less than they should, or they know much more than we think. Um, and, and depending think, on what their ahead. intentions are, were in telling uh, Seth that he was wrong, and that's going to be. Interesting. My gut right now is that it's somewhere in between and that they do know a lot, but they did not believe that he could possibly have been right hmm. in whatever okay. he was saying. And because they think they, they – maybe they believe they know everything. Yeah, um, they – yeah. And then they're just like so, – so, yeah. they're, so they're blind to any new information. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, something in my throat. <laughs> oh boy, Co- common themes and the the where the yeah the 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 organization realizes the truth, 
for it's too, after it's too late. Jedi as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> now, there are other things with that, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, so yeah, the Earth the Earth scene and then, um, obviously the fight. Yeah. Well, 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 the fight and then, well, the fight, the scene after the fight, but we'll get right there as well. Yeah. Um, but he, even just, he's going through a progression, um, from, all the way from the point where he sees Kaladin heal all yes. the way to the end where, where he, he I am not truthless. He is not truthless. <laughs> um he's finding out that he's he's sacrificed his morality. Yes. Yes, his morality. Yep. And, and now he has nothing left. No, because his entire identity uh was centered around the idea of this him being truthless in this religion so like you were saying that mm-hmm. collapses at the end of this book yep. like you said he goes through this journey and then when mm-hmm. like I mean he sees Kaladin in full radiant stuff mm-hmm. doing things he should not be able to do with, and I'll get into this later but without an honor blade mm-hmm. like then he's like he, he he's this is physically impossible like unless the radiants are back this is not possible therefore the radiants are back <laughs> which this this whole you know at the end of wave kings i said that he's probably my favorite oh yes this arc doesn't really do anything to change that oh yes he, oh yeah and i i mean i'm uh I'm excited for book four, but not nearly as excited as I am for book five. And mm-hmm. and I'm not even thinking about flat, about like what's going to happen in both of like in the present time in both of the books. But I just want to see Zeth's flashbacks so badly. Yeah, that'll be really good because <laughs> he was supposed to be book three, and we'll talk about that. We'll go, maybe go a little bit more. But Zeth was originally book three, and yeah. Dalinar was book five. Interesting. But then Sanderson flipped them. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Not that you have to say anything. Yeah. Do you have any, any any insight onto why he might have done that after having read book three? So uh, I yes I I I can see where there might be stuff that he could have. There are probably Zeth plot uh, things from books four. If, I mean they're not out yet, but I could see him shifting some things forward to make to make um book three is Zeth's book. Um I but it's interesting because he's also said that book five is could still be a Bondsmith book, which is Dalinar's like or, that's the actual name of his orders of Knight of Shadings, the Bondsmith. This is a Bondsmith. So he said that book five still and we'll probably Yeah we have Wind again. Windrunner Lightweaver and Bond, Bondsmith. Yes. Um but Anyways, yeah, Zeth is in my top. He, him, he's probably three or four for me. Him and Yasna are like, t- like it'd be for mm-hmm. me, it'd be Kaladin and Dalinar, and then probably tie between Zeth and Yasna. Yeah. There must be a lot um, that goes on with Yasna in book three because she hasn't shown herself to be like anything that would make her super well, special to you. I really, well, I really just think she's. I like her a lot just because she's very different than a lot of the characters hmm. in the series. Uh, it must be something special if he's going to end it with her. Yes, yeah, and well, yeah, and we do know that, I mean, we'll go into more of the overarching stuff later, but Yeah, yes. we'll just go into but, it later. But, 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 but yeah, like that's, mm-hmm. yes, I mean, the fact that she is the book 10 flashback character means there has to be something huge there that mm-hmm. we have, can't, 
is probably actually right in front of our face right now, knowing Sanderson, but we have no clue. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's yeah. a tangent. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the I do want to talk about the fight since we're there. Yeah, might as well. So we um, have Kaladin and yeah. Zeth so, uh, fighting in the clouds. Yeah, so this is my favorite one-on-one fictional fight ever. Okay. <laughs> Just because it's, it's so awesome. And I claim the skies as I claim your life. That's not the quote, but it, exact quote, but that's essentially what he says. Another mm-hmm. really, another, that's another really good singer from mm-hmm. Paladin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is the most action hero y of kind of our protagonists. Yeah, he is. And he also, he gets he most saves of those moments. The day. <laughs> he saves yeah. the day at the end of Way of Kings. He saves the day, um, within Adeline, Adeline's duel. And, here, and and he yeah. saves it here. Although it's it, it, in way of kings, it's kind of a decision he makes because they need all a bridge for it to save them from the tower. Whereas at the end of this one, he kind of does it all himself. <laughs> yeah, because he's yeah he's yeah. he's up in his game. Um, but yeah, this is I don't think this. I mean, it is my favorite one-on-one fight, and I just. I'm constantly visualizing how it's going to be played out on screen and yeah. what I think of it in my head. Like, when I go for runs, this is, like, a lot of, like, what I'm visualizing is this fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's really cool to imagine them flying around in the clouds and yeah, and the then, storm. But mainly how the camera... Because they're, they're, they're just, like, flying sideways. Yeah, but for, the way that they're fighting, they're it's visualizing of them falling down yes. alongside the, the storm wall. The yeah. storm wall, the mm-hmm. cloud cover. Um and the way that the camera could switch between showing how the perspective is from the earth Versus the perspective from the fighters. Yes, that would really work. No, that's that's true. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. Um, yeah, I also just love imagining Kaladin like use like switching solar around between like the spear, the sword. Just even, I think he uses an axe at one point, and then the <laughs> shield. I think. Um, he definitely, yeah, he uses a shield. Yeah, the shield, I know. Sure. But yeah, it's, it's really. You know what I thought? It's Does very, he use a bow? Um, no. Okay. I know he does not use a bow. He does not use a bow, um, but he uses a sword and an axe. Okay. Yeah, I, I think he uses an axe. Well, if he doesn't use an axe, like, it, I, I, I just, I kind of, like, imagine he does. But, um, but, it, you know what is interesting, and we'll, when we go into magic, we'll talk a little more on this, but it's very Green Lantern, it's kind of Green Lantern-esque. Constructs. Yeah, 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 yeah the, the constructs. Yep. The, um, yeah, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, um, the stuff I've shown you of my own stuff is of my own writing oh, like that as well. Yes, I yes, I, I can see a that. Bit of that. I can see it's, that. It's all different kinds of light. Yeah, but that's it's true. not it's unsurprising it's, really. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Green yeah. lantern light. There's uh, a uh there's a light of will and Yeah, uh, there's some storm light. Some abilities in this that superpowered series that are similar. Interesting. Um that are awesome but like similar in how they kind of play out with that but mm-hmm. Um, anyways, um, yeah, and then, so, I mean, I, I don't have, like, yeah, I just think it's really cool to visualize. Um, yeah, it, so it's happening in, uh, a big context. It's happening in this last thrust of the Alephi mm-hmm. f- to bring down the Parshendi. Yep. Um, and... They realize they're in way over their heads because of the transformation, because yes. of storm form and the everstorm, and and yep. the and the everstorm, which is 
<laughs> Which, I mean, that, it, it's a reverse oh, high uh, yeah. It, it's not... Yes. It's, so you have... It, it's it's very void bringy, I guess. Um, but it's not it's not necessarily like like the hugest storm storm ever. No, so much as it, that it's just that it's two storms at the same yeah, time. Yeah, two yeah, it's, yeah, two storms at the same time. It, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like it's like that much bigger than like the high storm. But is it makes it seem like such an apocalyptic event, and in a way, I guess it is. Um, is it also called the Everstorm because it's always going? It's supposed to yeah, always be going. But, which high storms, but yeah. so do high storms, we find out, because they just they just go around the world, or at least that's what they yeah, think. Yeah, it's... I, I don't... There's one other potential applicate reason for that that... Well, this is not a word of radiance thing. Um, but in general, I don't think there's like a huge reason why it's called the Everstorm as opposed to something else. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean like that there's, like I said, there's one other potential thing that we'll talk about in Oathbringer, but I, I, I don't think it, there's like a huge reason, but, okay. um, but yeah, the other so the, one other main thing with the fight that I wanted to bring up is so there are two different versions of the ending of the fight. So yes, yeah, yeah. You so the first one is Kaladin stabs Zeth with his shard blade and kills him. And this and so that was the original version. Sanderson actually published a new version, which is I believe the one that you read, right? Right. Where Zeth, where like the hot, yeah, he, does he, your he, book have the other one? No, or okay. yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes, my like hobby has the other one. I want to read it, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, you can borrow it afterwards, but um, <laughs> but yeah, so and then right, so then the, the other ending, in the other ending, Zeth basically just falls into the high, into the well, high storm, or like he falls into the storm and just dies, right? Yeah. Or we believe he does. Well, he, well, he, well, he does. He technically does. I almost did it. Um, said the thing I was waiting to talk about. But um, yeah, he technically does. But yeah, so like that, and the reason for that is, and I, I don't know. I kind of like the first ending more. Where um, he stabs him. Yes, but Sanderson said that it's a. He didn't elaborate a whole lot on it, but he said it's, he wanted to make a point, cause later Zeth obviously comes back to life. He wanted to make it a point about something about dead shard blades not being able to re- revive a, or to uh, heal a soul. Whereas a live one can. So like a live shard blade being a spren. Um, which assuming that Zeth gets revived with a I I have to reread that scene because okay. I don't know what's you I forget what's used to revive him but like the exact mechanics of it but the main point is that like a dead shard blade cannot like heal a soul whereas a live one could and so what do we mean by soul because oh boy, um, and this—that's not no, 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 I know, intending I know. to be as metaphysically. No, I know. Hey, man, what is the soul really, sort of thing? Um, 
for example, just just when Kaladin gets his yes. hand, hand cut, right? Um, it dies. The it, arm dies. The, yeah. But the soul of the arm dies. Yes, I. So so would Zeth because because Zeth obviously heals from like everything that the Aleth right. can throw at him just fine. Yes. But would he be able to heal from that, or would he not? Would he be able to heal from a shard blade? Oh well, or a, um, well that's I don't that's what I'm kind of confused about because like that I don't entirely understand and people in the Sunken Shard probably or other fans that have looked into this a little more than I have could probably tell me but I I'm not entirely sure. Um, spiritual realm stuff is very hazy mm-hmm. and unclear because that um like the. Three realms being the physical, the cognitive, and the spiritual, and the cosmere. Without, mm-hmm. without, that's a whole can of worms. But, yeah. Uh, but the, basically, I don't know is kind of my answer. I, okay. my, so my guess would be, uh, I think maybe like if he'd been, if say Zeth had stabbed Kaladin in the heart in that scene, he would have died. I mean, he, he might have still been able to have been brought back by, like, the progression surge, which is, like, what Lyft uses. Um, oh, I see. So, like, that might have still healed him. Now, Lyft, again, now, she also has, like, a live shard blade, so it's, like, different. Um, So that's, like, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I but it, it was confusing to me when... Sanderson initially kind of said he was doing that, but it, yeah, I, I guess there's a reason, and he said that he'll kind of go into it more later. Okay. Um, but yeah, fun fun fact about Zeth, he he is, knows how to use all ten surges because okay. the because the Shin have all, and I think they it, maybe mentioned it some. In fact, it probably was mentioned at some point. The Shin have. Well, had all of the honor blades, which are the herald's weapons. Mm. So, uh, and I, well, I, I guess we're not we're, without getting too much into that because that's magic stuff. But mm-hmm. the Shin have all the honor blades besides Yezrian's, which is now with Dalinar or Kaladin, whoever, and Talns, which I forget where it is right now. But you forget Talns blade. So, what the name of his blade? No, just where it is. Um, um, where is it now? I think it gets. Um, well, either way, oh, those no, are. Dalinar has it. Oh yes, it's in his camp. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Dalinar uses it um, against uh, Amaram. Oh, that's right. Yes, because um, Amaram's gonna like defect once he realizes he's been found out. And yes. Dalinar is like, nope. Yeah, I um, outsmarted you. Yeah. Amaram's like, really. <laughs> okay, that's legitimately surprising. <laughs> yes, what is, what is going to trick is Dalinar like gets out. He he's sometimes smart political. Well, he is smart politically a lot, but he also gets like outplayed a lot because he's because we'll he's call not it, a natural. We'll, we'll, we'll call it Ned Stark syndrome. Is <laughs> 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 what we'll call it, and I'll mm-hmm. just kind of leave that there. <laughs> yeah, <But laughs> and I mean, if you think about it, it's not ne- really in that regard. He's not necessarily better than Ned Stark. Because Ned Stark didn't have a Kaladin to save him. That's true. Whereas Dalinar did. Yes, that's true. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think Dalinar is a little more politically adept than mm-hmm. um, that, but, than Ned but, is. But isn't but, that because he got a chance to learn from his mistakes? Yeah, and without getting too much into Game of Thrones stuff, that that is true. And he also like and Sadius is different than Cersei. Well, the, in general, the Game of Thrones characters are more devious than the high, like all than like the high lords and ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're. They're mostly just... They just want money in, or... <laughs> they're more, like, forsaken. And oh, they kind of are! <laughs> they kind of are. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great uh, comparison, but... Yeah. Anyways, um, um, yeah, that's all I really have on the fight. Okay. And, uh, the, and yeah. the fight. Um, I don't remember if I said this last time, but it was interesting that the fight was such a... Um, a big part of the ending. It was such. It was such an eye catcher. It was. It was. A, yes. It was a really cool fight. Um, when it was really supposed to be Shalon's moment. moments. <laughs> yep. But it got overshadowed. Uh, yes. No, I agree. I. I, I By I, a male main character. <laughs> uh. No, that is true, and. Yeah. Uh, although, although the Knights Radiant are all one of the things that Sanderson's doing is that all the whole point of the night, or a large part of the Knights Radiant is that they're not all supposed to look like typical knights. Lift is a while well, she thinks she's a ten year old kid, mm-hmm. like that's and um, like Shalon is not. I mean. She's a scholar. Yeah, she's a scholar, scholar spy. Mm-hmm. I would say she's like a spy. Kaladin is Kaladin's are kind Spartacus. Of, yeah, Kaladin. Um, <laughs> Kaladin's a, Kaladin is your... He's the... Yeah. But, and, uh, Dalinar is... Well, Dalinar is the closest thing to a knight, but he's an aged knight. Right, and and, and his arc is is uh, him getting away from that as opposed to getting more entrenched in it. Cause, yes. Because he doesn't fight in the battle at the end. He's, like, general... He's mm-hmm. the strategist. Yes. Yeah. Well... Or, well... He does, that, like and that, that's notable. Yes. He does hold and off yeah, that yes, for a surprisingly he, yes. long time. No, he does a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, considering that... Con- this, considering that Zeth has no, has no reason to... Play with uh, hold, him. Play yeah. with him or hold back. It's what he's supposed to do. No, in fact, like, when you meet him in that scene, he's visibly, like, unhinged. <laughs> um, yeah. But, Very yeah. creepy. Yeah. But, no, that is, that is like, a good point about the fight being, like, that is kind of the big, like, flashy moment when, like, Shallan's climactic moment is she fight is, like, the whole Eurothero stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool, and we talked about this last time. But, like, it is overshadowed in flashiness by the fight. <laughs> uh, uh, can I assume you want to push back anyth- every- anything and everything magic system related? Yeah, we probably should. Okay. At, at this point, we're going to go over, but by maybe a fair amount, but, like, we'll push back magic stuff. Okay. And I, I just had a couple of things to say about... Um, we, there's a we lot could, of... Go ahead. There's a lot of different things going on politically in the book. Yes, and I just had a couple of things mm-hmm. I wanted to focus on. Yep. Um, we, go ahead. There's the setup for Kaladin's um, um, dilemma, which oh, is yes. the whole coup against Elkar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mentioned this to you that I before that I think that. 
at the time, I was thinking that Graves mm-hmm. and everyone else around him that was plotting with him, yep. including Moash, Mo- yeah. Mo- uh, was miscalculating because they assumed that, oh, you know, Dalinar is next in line, so he will... Elokar's dead, and he will automatically assume the throne. I'm like, yes. that's not necessarily true at all. No, yeah. Because of the way that everyone is squabbling. Yeah, like someone could try to and, end up. And him not necessarily being the most savvy person around, yeah. the person who will get the, uh, the, the, the gold cloaks to be on his side, oh. so to speak. <laughs> um, that's, Sadius that's... could just as easily take the throne. No, the thing is, though, Sadius wouldn't want the throne. Is the thing he he would want to be basically in charge because and that's the position yes. that Dalinar is in right now yes mm-hmm. and that's a strong position to be in but then it kind of becomes clear that that's not necessarily what Graves is after he has a lot more going on oh yes okay yep mm-hmm. yep um, so is- I, that I had to retcon my thoughts on oh, that yes. as soon as I oh yes Graves. Read that he's involved with um, I don't want to say uh, Gavilar. He uh, and, yes. and Am- well, Amaram definitely. Yeah, I forget. I, I'm not. I don't want to say anything. Okay, fair. Because and not because it's like necessarily. I, I spoiler like for sure spoilers, but I don't want to say something that's either wrong or is a spoiler. Because I forget what's revealed when. With, yeah. Like, because there is like a section at the end of this where like aren't him and Moash are like riding off in a wagon or something. Um, it doesn't, I, Moash might be a part of that scene, but, um... Or not with, um, not I Moash. think he's with, no, it's, it's Amaram. Or no, yeah, why did I think it was, no, yeah, you're yeah. right, I was, yeah. Yeah, and that's really close to the end. Um, that was one thing. The other thing was, um, when Sadius... I, I think it's just that he basically tells everybody about Dalinar's visions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because that's one of the parties, right? Yeah. So the, he, yeah, they, he all of his notes get like yes. yeah, shared around or something. And, yep. Um, and Dalinar kind of sort of snaps a little bit there. Remind me, what he does. I forget. Um, he just gives he gives this speech where he basically says. Where his intention for giving it is basically, okay, you're you're really getting into my personal business now. Okay, yes. so be it. Come at me. Yes. No. Yep. So, yep. He loses. He loses a reticence the yes. there. Yeah. No. It's. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's in. Yeah. It's an interesting. I mean, I like the parties as like a. Mm-hmm political like political scenes I know you had said the last episode and I agree that a lot of the political conflict seems generally static like in that it's similar issues from the first book but I do like kind of the parties as venues for Sanderson to do political scenes yeah the, the, the banquets yeah the, yeah. Yeah, or the banquets yeah. the feasts oh the, the, they're not yeah well yeah, mm-hmm. say that at least they're not Westerosi weddings, but <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, anything else you want to get into? Well, I would say we could almost we could either end it here. We could do interlude, like because we talked a lot about a lot of interludes already between Zeth and Esh and I. Mm-hmm. The other biggest ones would be Lift, Eam, and, and, and basically Lift and Eam would be the 
other big mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, I, I I have all of them here. Oh, um, oh so you have you have specific things. With yeah, them I have specific later. things with them. Um, probably that's not, fine. Not best to do those. That's fine. Um, I, I do have one thing that I like. Want to get uh, kind of get off my chest, so to speak, or not really get off my chest. How do you pronounce the Herald of Justice's name? The person who, um, the, the person who revives Zeth at the end, uh, he also, he kills Eam, and he kills, uh... Can you spell it? N-A-L-E. That's, that's the whole name, N-A-L-E. Yeah, it's, it's, it's this one. Sorry, let me pull my notes. It's, it's this one. How, how do you pronounce that name? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm just in, I'm, in, I'm inclined to say... Nail. Oh, darn it! <laughs> I say that I, I'm not. I I only read that. I'm not. I'm not attached to that. I just wanted to make that reference. No, God. I. I, I don't know. No, no, I, no, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not inclined right. one way or the no. other. I am open to influence. No, that's correct. Nail. I, I thought it was Nale because it sounds. Cooler. I would that. That's totally. Um, the that's the. Spanish vowel pronunciation, yes. which means that's what, if I had been reading this, um, back in high school, yeah. then I would have automatically done knowledge. Yes. No question yes. about it. I thought it was knowledge, and I still say that, but like, it's nail. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, that, that, that's my big, like, pronunciation. That's, that's my, I mean, it's a minor thing. I'm but so, in, in I'm the fandom, so, it comes up, it came up, it comes up a lot too. I'm so glad it's nail. I'm really happy it's nailed because now I'm going to make the joke. Think, think the about DBZ. DBZ when I read about the, nail. The degree. Oh boy, that, that, that's also great because he's such like a serious character in this. <laughs> like, yeah, mean, he, seems like, the like, whole, it. like I am the herald of justice. Like, <laughs> um, it is my sworn duty to mm-hmm. stop the radiance mm-hmm. from coming back. Mm-hmm. But, anyways. <laughs> Um, anything else on stuff we talked about? So, so we still we'll go over magic, uh, interludes and epigraphs, epigraphs, and then maybe some ending comments. Well, there's a lot of like, there's a few bigger. Like, I, I want to talk about. There's some bigger things like Teravangian and which is in and, the interludes. Yes. Oh, yo, is that? Yeah, I forget what's yeah. in, if that was an interlude or yeah. that was part five. Um, and then the Avengers moment at the end, <laughs> right? <laughs> which we'll get to. Okay. But, uh, but until then, uh, this has been part two of book two of Stormlight Archive: Words of Radiance. We are your host John and Johnny, and we'll see you next time on the Acolytes of Merlin. Mm-hmm.